Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Hello again, guys. Hello again. I feel like I'm getting to know a lot of you in the last uh, in the last couple of weeks. I'm getting to know a lot of you at a deeper level and I feel uh, I feel more connected with you guys, not only since we're jumping on more mastermind calls and we're doing a lot more of uh, a lot more group coaching calls and people who are on these podcasts and things like that. But it's been really, really cool to know you guys at a deeper level and talk about some of these topics. Uh, and one of them is really on what to do next. I mean, there's so much uncertainty and so much doubt in, in a lot of people uh, on the business journey anyway, let alone how much chaos the, the world is in with the coronavirus. And I was I was thinking about um, who I can have on the on the show and who can offer some really really cool pieces of value and um, I, I decided to ask Emmy when she commented on one of the posts I said man it'd be really cool to uh, to get on a get on a call and have a really a really cool interview because Emmy Kirshner has gone through a lot of pivots a lot of different. Uh, twists and turns in her business journey and you'll hear about that in this interview but this 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 episode will be for you if you're in the space of uncertainty and 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 in that question of oh my god what do I do next you know with all this uncertainty how do I know if I'm I'm doing something that's towards my heart how do I know that I'm in alignment how do I know that I'm in flow what what do I do next with so many with with so many balls in the air so many different opportunities so many different things that uh, could be in my alignment and that's the conversation we have because she's not only pivoted a lot of the time she's gone inward and and uh, made some really big key distinctions in her life and so many of you may know her from tribe of leaders podcast and she interviews a lot of different people a lot of different uh, business owners on their journey as they navigate their way through these types of uh, these challenging times and so Man, we dive in deep on a lot of topics, including the the strategies on what to do next when you're just up in arms about I have no clue, <laughs> right? It's it's that type of it's that type of thing where you're like, man, I can go in so many different directions. But what we do in here is is go through specific steps on how you can stop, how you can look inward, and how you can make those right decisions that are not only key for you and your business growth but also you and your spiritual growth. And what you'll find is both of those are pretty connected in in terms of if you're there in flow and you're serving, your business will skyrocket. Your business will be taken care of just as a byproduct. And this is what Emmy does. She she helps uh, a lot of business owners get past the six-figure mark and and do it from a place of flow, place of alignment, place where all the sales, all the uh, all the marketing and all the tools are taken care of because they they put themselves first and they make the decisions really from a place of high alignment and really from a place that that's really heart centered. So I know you're going to get a lot out of this interview. I know you're going to get a lot out of the conversation in general. Uh, just as the way, just as you know, just Emmy being a clear example of what to do in her own journey and in her own story. Uh, but feel free to take notes for this because this can be. We go through specific questions, really deep specific questions you can ask yourself. And I know they're going to help you as, as you pivot and as you come to different levels where things fall out of alignment, things come back into alignment, all those different things. So enjoy this conversation and uh, let's take it away. Okay, guys, welcome back. We got another special, special interview. I might be losing my voice and it's 11 a.m. already. I uh, just got off a few calls and a few of the uh, online online webinars and group coaching calls and things like that. So there, uh, so if I lose my voice halfway through this call, um, Emmy will have to take over and and uh, and be the host. But we'll uh, 
we'll definitely get into an awesome conversation because I know a lot about you, uh, a lot about the, you know, you listening. And that is that so many of you have reached out to me and, and talked about the emotional roller coaster of business, right? The emotional roller coaster of, of jumping into something that's uncertain and then having no clue what the hell is going to happen. And then you, you, what you had planned falls apart. What you then launch into has a huge success and then it doesn't. And then you're just really in a space, in a space of following your, your journey, following the opportunity, following how you may serve. And with that comes so many fears, doubts, joys, laughter, embarrassment, all those different things. And so when Emmy reached out to me and said, Oh my God, uh, what about if I talk about this emotional roller coaster?" I was like, okay, perfect. That's the perfect topic to be able to uh, discuss this. So Emmy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I think it'd be a really, really cool uh, introduction. If you would just uh, explain a little bit about yourself, explain a little bit about, uh, a little bit about your podcast as well to do with leadership mm-hmm. and, and where is it that you sort of found yourself nowadays in, in the world of business? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. I am so excited to be doing this podcast with you. And since um, you were on my podcast where we recorded a couple of weeks ago, it's nice to be on the other side too. Um, and to everybody listening, I'm really excited to connect with you. So my name is Emmy Kirshner. I am the host of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, which is really about entrepreneurs and their stories of leadership and how they've had to develop those skills and what's been most important to them as they're growing their business. And I love, love, love talking to everybody because it's like everybody's journey is different, but there's always overarching similarities. Um, so it's, it's really fun to just you know, hear the takeaways that everybody has from those ups and downs and uncertain times and the moments that are really disruptive along with the successes and the joys and the accolades and, you know, all of the good things that come too. And when I'm not spending my time on the tribal leaders podcast, I help creative entrepreneurs step into um, really becoming the visionary CEO and leader of their business so they can break through that six-figure barrier and start, you know, earning, you know, multiple six figures and beyond. Awesome. So you have a passion with helping business owners, you know, get through that next level and become more profitable. But um, yes, the fir- first question I- I'd love to ask is you- you've noticed similarities between so many people on your podcast and so many people sharing mm-hmm. their stories. What are some, what are some of the similarities that you've noticed by, interviewing so many people on your podcast and being in that entrepreneurial space. Yeah. Everybody. And I'm on my 50 some odd um, episode. So relatively new, but still a pretty large sample size. Um, And correlates just with my general experience with entrepreneurs, but everybody has had a breakdown, a burnout, a launch that failed um, a health crisis, something that caused incredible disruption and almost failure in their business and or a, or a huge reduction in their business from a sales uh, perspective. And that, regardless of what it was, is always the catalyst for them getting to the next level. Mm. It's, it's the learning experience that they have from it yeah. that I think is so tremendous. Wow. And that's what we just really discussed in the call. We just had a call with Christina Lopes, who's, who's my coach. And a massive topic is all around where we are now in terms of, especially in the, in the world we live in. At the time of this recording, it's obviously the coronavirus and, and so many people are freaking out. But what Christina and what the group were all talking about is how when these, like you say, when these breakdowns or these disruptive moments come, not a lot of people recognize when that comes within yourself, it's a huge spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. It's like something that disrupts your current patterns and it almost forces you to go within so you can have that, uh, that breakthrough that you're meant to have so you can get to that next level. Is that, is that how you'd describe it? Absolutely. Yes. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And it's so in terms of your own journey, not only helping so many business owners get to that next level, but obviously we're having this conversation because you, you as well have gone through those, those cycles and me too. I've explained so many times on this podcast and in the, in the group calls of, of my uh, ebbs and flows in business and emotionally and personally and in my circumstances, in my finances, all those different things. And, uh, and I've learned so many things from just those lessons alone. And, um, and it's got me to where I am today. And no doubt when I have my next disruptive, uh, moments i'll know exactly where to go what to do and 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 how to navigate through that what has your journey been like you've been through many pivots you've been through many areas in your business that you wanted to have focus on and then it's shifted explain to us a little bit about about your journey and where you uh where you've ended up yeah absolutely and i always describe my journey as like the windiest path to success that you could possibly imagine because <laughs> i i and I'm going to back up even to before I started my first business where um, like even in college, I chose business and marketing because I knew that it would be a great foundation because it wasn't really clear about what it was that I wanted to do. And I had, um, I thought I wanted to be an architect. And once I started getting into the work, like I like designing things, but I didn't really want to do like the math and all the other stuff that comes with that. Um, so I, I graduated with, you know, some ideas of kind of what I wanted, but I, even early on in my twenties, I had a number of different jobs in completely different industries as I figured out what I wanted to do. And it was like, it was almost that learning experience of, of, you know, no, I don't like that. So what's the next thing? And moving into my first business as personal chef and then evolving into catering it really became um, a place of asking, you know, questions of what's next, where's the opportunity, um, how can I get better at something, and and really listening to my intuitiveness. In that, when I'm not feeling fulfilled, I'm not living, and I'm not serving my people in the best way that I can. Wow! And I think that's what's been foundational for me. And so in this, um, I, what did your intu intuition lead you to when you're going through the chef, the catering? What, what was that internal, yeah. internal calling? So the two big ones were I almost started a restaurant like 12 years ago now. And I mean, I had a space, I had hired an architect, I had the business plan, I had investors, I had pitched banks, like I was in it. I spent a year and a half putting this thing together and I couldn't get to a place where I could close on the property that I wanted um, in a mutually beneficial agreement. And I walked away because I was like, this isn't working. And I really had to sit with it for like about a week. Because I, you, you get into that space, I think, where it's like you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And you think that you'll finally, if you keep doing that, right? Um, and we talked about this on my podcast a little bit. If you keep pushing and you'll just get it through and it'll happen and it's not the case. So I really sat back and I was like, you know what, if this was supposed to work, things would have come together more easily for me. Mm. And if there's not ease in this space, then it's like, not that you don't go the extra mile or, or figure out a new way to do something, but at some point it's just not the right thing. And looking back, you know, in hindsight, I'm so glad that I didn't have that restaurant. I wasn't prepared as a business owner to make it successful. Gotcha. And that's what led me into the coaching arena where I then was like, all right, well, how do I get to help people? Like I can see and feel people not be well. And I'm really passionate about healthy food and healthy eating and people not having and suffering, you know, from diseases. So that led into health coaching. Okay, great. So I and, went and got my certificate. Yeah. And and I think there's a huge lesson in that in, in what you just said in terms of okay, I, I had a huge, you know, investment in it. So people for the restaurant, I had the architect, had space, had, you know, this whole plan had the uh, investors you were in there pitching banks and oh yeah even while I spent you were like in 20 there, grand 
Okay. And even <laughs> while you were in there spending 20 grand, something within you said, this doesn't feel in flow. And I think that's a big question for a lot of people because you can sort of feel, although this isn't necessarily a conversation between hard work, it's more around you can feel when it's not in alignment. You can feel when it's not in flow because like, for example, yesterday I got on like, you know, five calls back to back and people can describe that as hard work, but it just felt, it, it felt like this is my calling. This is me in flow. This is me, uh, you know, this is me doing my thing. And I felt in mm -hmm. alignment the whole time, despite it being quite unquote hard work or a lot of work. And so what you're describing is there was a really big difference to what you felt into, in terms of your intuition, in terms of what you felt uh, is, is more of a grind. And therefore you felt, you know, it shouldn't feel this, this out of alignment, right? It shouldn't feel this hard to get this happening if it was meant to be for you and if it was in flow. I think that's a really good distinction because a lot of people have the hard work and hustle mentality. But there's a very big difference between working at it and it being in your flow and being in your alignment and, and you know, following your intuition and this calling that's flowing out of you compared to something that you're pushing and hustling and grinding towards because you feel like at some level that success is going to get you somewhere. Is that what you, is that what you felt? It, exactly. And the same thing for me, like I can do back to back calls for hours and I might be tired at the end of it because there's a lot of energy and brain work and space that I'm holding, but it's almost, it's, it's still energizing in a way that leaves me feeling full yeah and satisfied and when i was in that space with the restaurant and really struggling with you know i've got all this time and this money and there's people in this you know do i go look for another space do i try to make this work you know i really wasn't asking what's the right thing because i don't think there ever is a right thing it's what feels most aligned yeah. but i just knew that how i felt wasn't the way I wanted to be feeling creating a project. Okay, beautiful. And so explain to us what it is that not only, well, explain to us what that journey was from when you were, you know, when you were 20 grand down and you were like, oh, this doesn't really feel in flow to then shifting to something that was more towards your calling or more towards it was an intuition or something where you wanted to serve in terms of yeah. helping people, in terms of coaching, in terms of helping them in the, with their health. Mm -hmm. What was that, what was that transition like for you? Was it, was it hard? Was it, was it, did it feel effortless or was it, or was there like a lot of emotional uh, stories and, and patterns that you had to overcome? Um, there's so many layers to that. Once I made the decision, like I probably spent a week or two weeks really contemplating you know, the what's next thing, like, you know, do I, what's next? Do I move forward this way? Do I find another space? Do I do something else? And once I made the decision, like particularly the money piece, um, because I've talked to other people, and this was a while ago, but who have had similar experiences where they invested in something that didn't work and they're still upset about it. I let go of that. Like that 20 grand was the best investment in speaking and writing a business plan and networking like I learned so much out of that 18 months and I couldn't be here without it mm. right I couldn't be talking to you without that experience Beautiful. so I have no regrets about that it was really about the clarity piece for me of how do I feel good about what I'm doing Okay. That's a key and, question. Key question. How do I feel good about this? How do I feel good about yeah. my journey? What I'm doing, how I'm serving, am I in, in alignment, all those different things, right? Yeah. So once I made that decision, I was like, all right, moving forward. Like I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not going to, you know, hold this thing that didn't work over my head like a failure because it wasn't, it was just a choice I made to move into a different direction. That's key. And, 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 and I think something that's coming up for me is that so many people on this journey and who are listening are going to be in that space of asking what's next. They're always asking what's next for me. What's, what's something I can, 
do? What, what is it that I'm meant to be doing? How is it that I'm meant to be doing? What is what I want to contribute? And how do I get there? Or, or at least, mm-hmm. you know, or, or how do I find out what my intuition is telling me or what my guidance is or anything like that? Uh, what would you, yeah. what would you do to speak to that in terms of, in terms of some advice? Um, is really get quiet, like listen, um, go for a walk, meditate, listen to yourself and what comes up. And the funny thing for me is that when, when I let go of stuff like that, the answers really start to show up and I must've made the decision. And literally three days later, my girlfriend was like, you have to do this coaching program. Like, this is the thing you're supposed to do. Wow. And had I still... I was, it was kind of like the ray of sunshine. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like this meets everything that I want. And I, I mean, obviously I did the research on the coaching program and, um, re, you know, I thought about what I wanted to accomplish and what this could offer me and opportunities um, from the perspective of, you know, aligning with myself and how I wanted to feel and where I wanted to go and how I can serve people. Like ultimately, that's been the basis for all of my decision making is how can I help people? Beautiful. And if that resonates with me, then great. Beautiful. And so this is obviously what people are tapping into. They're like, okay, I'm going to look in. Like you said, I'm going to get quiet. Uh, mm-hmm. after, when, after when people get quiet, it brings up a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear, a lot of doubt. And so that's where this emotional roller coaster starts. Is that what happened? Is that what happened with you and on your journey and, and when you start to transition in these? Yeah, shifts? yeah. Because I start like I would say my pattern has been, and it's much much less now. But I think there's still there's you know it's like an onion, right? There's always layers to things, and things come up and you evolve. But I think my general pattern is I get into that push and hustle and grind phase. And then I get really annoyed that I'm in the push and hustle and grind. And then I'm like, Oh, you're totally misaligned. So that length of time that I'm in the hustle and grind has shortened dramatically over the last 10 years. Right. It can be like a couple of hours now where I'm in that mindset of it, not the action, but the mindset piece of it of, Oh, you've got to work harder. You've got to do blah, blah, blah. And as soon as that I'm aware of that, then I know what to do to, to kind of shut it down and really get said, aligned with myself and how I can move forward positively and the way that it's best um, in serving everybody else. Awesome. Is there any steps that you follow when you find yourself in the, in the push, the, the hustle and grind where you find yourself misaligned? Is there certain, is there certain steps or certain process that you work through so that you, so that you can uh, be aware and have that in check? Yes, um, in that as soon as I hit that awareness, I'll stop whatever I'm doing. Um, and I'll go for a walk, I'll reach out to a friend. Um, it, you know, I'll do whatever I need to to disrupt the thought pattern so that then I can bring more positive thoughts in. Okay, cool. And what, what are those positive thoughts if someone's trying to shift in there? To, okay, okay, I'm ready to mm-hmm. stop, I'm ready to take a walk and go through some something in terms of, you know, might reach out to a friend or whatever that may be. Is there any, is there, what are those thoughts that generally come up for you and what do you shift them to? Um, for the most part, I use a lot of affirmations and those affirmations can change depending on my mood or what I, you know, I feel like I need to remind myself of, but it's generally speaking, it's really something that I'm saying to myself about my capabilities my value, my ability to change and shift, my leadership, um, that I am unstoppable, that I can create whatever I want, and that really the ball's in my court. Like, I get to control my existence, and, and it's that reminder for me that really snaps me back into place. Like, I can either choose to go down the path of the crazy and and unhappiness or not okay cool and i really believe that we you know that it's okay to experience that's okay to experience upset we're going to have that things are going to happen but it's allowing that experience to not rule your entire existence okay great awesome so you're going from 
being quiet and looking for so going from chaos to then being quiet, looking for answers, recognizing when you're in the hustle and the grind and and mm-hmm. actually taking time to stop to disrupt those those patterns that are coming through. Is this what you've done on your journey from the restaurant and the restaurant uh, not being in alignment to now coaching to then coaching around health? Has that been what your what your journey has been like? And that's what the, the tools and strategies you've used along the way? Yes, because when I um, shifted from health coaching to business coaching, I literally woke up one day and was like, if I have to write another blog about the five things that you should eat right now, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> so and, what, what, what do you think? What do you think from when, from when you're doing health coaching? What do you think? Uh-huh. What do you think transitioned you from once you, once that was in your alignment to now this is like, okay, I can't blog about it anymore. Was there something that happened or is that a transition? What was, what happened there? It had really been a slow evolution that I don't think I had paid attention to as closely as possible because what really allowed me to make the transition was that I started to look at my client base and I I had this like major aha moment that was like, Oh, you're not even really health coaching. Yes. You're talking about stress management and all of your clients are entrepreneurs and you're really business building. So once I acknowledged that, then I was like, well, no wonder why you don't want to write a blog about the five foods that you should eat right now, because that's not going to help your people. Okay. And they don't care awesome. about that. So then it was, it, the question for me was, you know, what do I offer people? What is the best thing that's going to help them? And that took me a, about a year in the trial and error of what do I want my programs to look like? How can I best serve people? Um, you know, I have all this amazing varied background and as I said, it's really windy and I've been in a number of different industries and all of those things are what give me the ability to work with my clients now is because I have such a breadth and depth of knowledge. Awesome. Yeah. And this Mm -hmm. has come up time and time again, even just in this conversation is how may I serve right? How may I serve? What is it that they're after? What is it that's flowing out of me in terms of my intuition and what to do next? Um, in terms of the, is, is that what helps you? Is that question of how may I serve? Is that what helps you as you go through the roller coaster of emotions and the uncertainties and fears and doubts when you're sort of, when you're, when you're pivoting and making a different, a different business decision? Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I learned when I was getting divorced um, and like pre kind of in between catering pre restaurant was, and it was one of the most awful experiences of my life. Um, And I have learned so much from it and about me because of it, but there was just a lot of upset and a lot of things I couldn't control. And my whole world was upside down. But I knew, even in the middle of all of the upset, that everything was going to be fine. And that really, I've used that experience as the foundation for everything when I'm pivoting, is that everything is always going to be fine. So Mm -hmm. even right now, as we're in the midst of coronavirus, I am so foundationally solid in that I know my business is going to be amazing. I know that my business is going to grow. Um, I know that I'll probably end up pivoting in some way or evolving, you know, in some way that I don't know yet. And that's okay. Did I experience upset? Yeah. Last week I felt very uncomfortable. Awesome. And, and so that's is, okay. This is, this is a, a huge topic because that develops a deep level of trust. It's like, it's a deep level of trust, a deep level of guidance that says everything's going to be fine. Everything's working out the way that it's meant to, even if my mind can't see what's happening. Even if my mind doesn't know the steps or my mind can't see why this is leading to what, you just have this deep trust and this deep knowing that everything's going to be fine. And if you have that focus towards serving, then mm-hmm. you know that you're going to be leading towards something that's beneficial 
for everyone. Has there been right. any, has there been any circumstance or situation where you've just forgot all of that and you just went down into a, into the fear and the uncertainty and, and the doubts and, and where you sort of found yourself in a, in a space of, Oh my God, I've just forgot like all of my, all of the, the mental tools that have normally got me through this. I'm not, not completely away. I mean, as I said, I felt very, not uncertain, just not clear of what was going to happen last week. But there's still, even with that, even with the, all these things could happen. And my head loves to run the scenario for each one of them, which kind of balances me. And I don't know, it works for my head. Um, I still have that underlying, you know what, you have experienced so much stuff in your life that, and you're always okay, that regardless of what happens here, you're going to be okay. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Is there any other beliefs yeah. that come with that? Because with, with me, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of beliefs around everything's happening for a reason. And even if, even if I don't know what's happening, even if my mind can't really see it right now, I know it's yeah. either going to present an opportunity or it's going to present the lesson that I'm meant to learn. Is there any other, any other empowering or insightful beliefs that come along with that for you so that you can remind yourself time and time again? Absolutely. I totally agree with you that everything is definitely happening for a reason. I've had weird moments where like I had all these leads and they would just either dry up or go away or, you know, miss calls. And then, you know, for like a couple of weeks and then the next thing, you know, I have like all these new people who are coming in and excited and saying yes. And it's almost like things just in the universe just shift. Mm. Wow. Awesome. And that's, that's a, that's a key thing to, to learn and remember. Is there any, is there with that, is there any deep lessons that you've learned, whether some things that happened and all of a sudden the clients are taken away or these, or these prospects are taken away. What is the, the deep lessons you've learned in those moments that then lead to more external results? When that, stuff like that happens, I start looking immediately now for the, for the new opportunity. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's, because I've, I've seen it happen, whether it's business or personal, like it's almost like a clearing of the deck and I, I know it's time to up level. Mm. And that's what I start asking myself is where am I supposed to up level to? And, and is, that, is, that, is that something that happens, is that also with the fear and with the uncertainty that's coming up as well as the external opportunities that are like, like to your ego falling apart? Is, is that the underlying focus it's like where is the opportunity because i know it's me getting to that next level yes and i would say the thing that i work have to work on still is i'm experiencing both of those at the same time right so like last week where i wasn't certain and i'm running all these you know kind of uh, um, models in my head of what particular what could happen in particular with any of them or is there some meshing of all of them at the same time i'm abundantly clear that everything's going to work out and there's incredible opportunity there. Mm. So in that space, if I hadn't been through it, you know, multiple times before it would feel almost like, you know, you've got two people sitting on each side of your shoulders and going back and forth. Um, But I know to just, as I said before, be quiet with it and, you know, really let everything settle and, and allow the opportunity piece to come come up and rise through everything else. Because I know just from experience and all of my training, and I truly believe that, you know, your ego yelling at you isn't going to be helpful. Mm. And that's what a lot of egos are doing. A lot of egos are just yelling at you saying, oh my God, but how are you going to make money? Oh my God, but how are you going to be safe? Oh my God, but how are you going to provide for your family? Oh my God, how are you going to yeah. uh, do this with a level of certainty that says, I need to know all of the steps, right? Oh, is yeah. that, and is that where you're, it seems like where the, this conversation is going is to really 
look at those deep questions, those deep questions in mm-hmm. how may I serve the deep questions in terms of everything's fine, right? How is everything fine here? Yeah. How is everything happening for me? And then also what is the opportunity here? It really takes some digging in deep with that. Mm-hmm. What, what advice would you give someone that's just on a, on a path where they're like absolutely no clue what's interesting to them? Absolutely no clue where they're at. Absolutely no clue on what to do next. Is there any, any advice on, on, on that in terms of what you'd say they should do next or particular tips on, on where they can start to get onto this path? Yeah, I mean, the, I think the most important one is explore, right? It's exactly what I did when I was out of college. Like, try something and see if it works and mm. if you like it and if it feels good, right? Like, and think about what it is that you want. I do a huge clarity exercise with my high-level clients uh, before they start working with me. And it's really looking at all aspects of their life and creating a vision for it. And, you know, what do they want to have happen? What do they want to be different? What's working right now? What's not? You know, what aligns with them? Mm. And, And start playing with that and know that the money will come. Right. Wow. It's not about how much you do. It's really about showing up as your most full self, getting uncomfortable, doing things differently and learning. Mm. And there's so many learning opportunities. Like when, when something happens in my business, like I've explained um, in the past where uh, like, like similar to you, where clients were going to sign up and they all of a sudden, you know, a few of them didn't. And then clients that did have something happened where they mm-hmm. were basically, they had to have a refund because of, because of some circumstances. And I, in those moments where you're like, the universe basically shows you all your money's gone. <laughs> and then you're looking at yourself, like, you know, you ask yourself those deep questions and you, and you're forced to look at the side of you that says, you need to make money to be enough or you need to make money to feel safe. Those patterns then come up and they're forced up. Like you're forced to look at yourself. You're forced to look at those sides of you. And that's where I ask myself, what's the opportunity here? What's the opportunity? Mm-hmm. What's the deep lesson that is being presented to me right now in a, in a such a blatant, obvious way. It's like, and that's exactly what I did. I'm like, well, I just, I have to sit down and, and, uh, and go through this. And it's, it's only because like so many people reach out to me and they say, just thank you so much for being vulnerable, open, honest, uh, uh, connecting, caring, and being in a space of serving. They can genuinely tell that I love serving and that wouldn't be my primary focus. That wouldn't be my primary core value if I didn't go through that experience of losing so much financial certainty is because I was forced mm-hmm. to go within, I was forced to go within and really, and really let myself know that my certainty is now in my creativity. My certainty is now in my internal flow and my guidance and my alignment. That's where my real certainty is. That's where my real security is. That's where my real significance and, and where all of that comes from. And so now I'm not really relying on anything external in order for me to feel how I want and in order for me to feel enough, in order for me to feel uh, secure. I know I'm going to be safe. Just like you were explaining, you have a belief that everything is fine. Everything's working out the way it should. And so is that what you went through when you had those setbacks? You had to dig in deep to yourself and learn those lessons. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and really look at like, all right, so like all these clients aren't coming in now and, you know, the projected revenue isn't there, you know, in this moment. And it's really easy to go down the path of, you know, oh my goodness, you know, my business life is over. I'm never going to get another client, you know, like, and make it just blow it out of proportion and make it, it, you know, just really bad. And then you live into that because that's the place that you're operating from. Mm. And you can't create anything from that space. You can't create anything from fear except from more fear. Yeah. And, 
what are you what are you being pulled to create now in terms of where you're at in terms of your business coaching in terms of where you're at with helping people uh you know make more profitable businesses or at least even in your podcast with sharing sharing leaders and sh- and sharing their stories is there anything that you're being called called to create or to shift or make a difference and serve in a different way yeah one of the things that came to me the other day was and and I was already moving in this direction, but the clarity was very cementing in, um, I really want to have a high touch, very experiential um, way of interacting with my clients and the people that I'm working with. So I'm looking at ideas now of how can I do that more effectively um, so that they're, they're getting more value and they're getting better results. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. And yeah, and no doubt, you know, if you've never created something like that, that'll bring up a lot of uncertainty. And um, a lot of people who are listening to this are in this journey at some level of asking what's next, where should I pivot? What is it that I meant to do? And I think what the best thing from this conversation is asking those questions and not asking them from a surface level, but asking them from a deep down, like, like you say, Emmy, to get quiet, and get yeah. quiet and go within to just stop for a moment to just go in and ask yourself quality questions. Like, does this feel good? Does this feel aligned when I'm in my heart? Not when I'm thinking about the outcome, not when I'm thinking about where I want to be, you know, you know, in terms of external results, but does this feel good? Does this feel aligned? And I think that's a really cool space to then go in deep and ask yourself, what is the key lesson here? What is the, key lesson that i'm meant to learn like like deep down in terms of my spiritual growth what is it that i'm meant to learn what is it that i'm meant to shift from this and then from that place you'll generally get an answer that leads to more of your contribution we're all here to serve we're all here to serve in unique ways but when you're in alignment with how you're here to serve and that feels good and it feels in in flow you'll generally find that it is a way that you can create. It is a way that you can serve. It is a way you can contribute. And it seems like with you, Emmy, that's sort of transitioned many, many times from I want to serve in terms of doing, being in food and, and opening a restaurant. Now I want to serve in terms of helping people have more healthy habits and, and coaching them through that. And then then like, Oh my God, now I want to serve in terms of coaching for business and helping people have more profit, all these different things. What would you give? What what advice would you give someone who's at that point now, where they're like, "I think I'm, I think I'm wanting to serve in a different way. I think I'm wanting to contribute in a different way. I'm not too sure what it is." I would, like, I would start looking at all the things that you've done and which things you have enjoyed the most, and see where the overlap is. Mm. Right, like the thing that I did from health coaching to business coaching, it really gave me a lot of information. Was was what I said earlier. With I started to look at my clients and how I was really serving them. And had I not done that and just um, kind of guessed or you know stopped coaching altogether, I I wouldn't be helping people. And I wouldn't be a business coach that has made tremendous impact on the clients that I get to work with. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I can feel the same in terms of my journey. Uh, I started off just so fascinated with psychology. I just had to follow it. I, uh, I learned the biopsychosocial mm-hmm. model in school. I was like, oh my God, your, your thoughts, your emotions and your biology in terms of your phys- your, you know, what you do physically and how you act are all connected. And I just found that fascinating. And so I followed that and it led me down some paths that I didn't follow in my heart in terms of like, uh, in terms of human resources and more into the corporate side of things and corporate like organizational psychology and that wasn't my heart, but I followed that because I thought that's what I had to do. I thought that's what I followed. Yeah. You know, I followed what society told me to do. And, and to be honest, it's what my girlfriend at the time told me to do, my ex-girlfriend now, but uh, she, she basically led me down a path and said, you need to get into business and you need to get into, um, into corporate because that, that's where the jobs are. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just did my whole 
master's degree in, in still in psychology, but it was organizational psychology. And then I had to get a job into HR because that's just what I was supposed to do. And I spent, I think it was two months doing a volunteer job <laughs> once a week at, uh, at the, at one of the, uh, at one of the heart centers near my, um, near my university, um, the Red Cross mm-hmm. who collect blood. And, and I was like, it was just like a bunch of filing and, and a bunch of like, uh, admin stuff. I'm like, okay, this is not what I want to go down. I'm not <laughs> on the right path. I'm not on my journey. This does not, like you say, does not feel aligned. It does not feel in flow. And that's when I was just a lost little puppy and I went to Canada. And since then, getting into personal development, getting into coaching, getting into more of the emotional work uh, and helping people overcome tough emotions and educating them on what they actually mean felt so good, felt so damn in flow. And then I got, and then I started getting super passionate about not only taking my leaps and building my business, but helping people ditch their beliefs and their shoulds around societal norms so building their own business and and going against uh what's meant to happen in terms of corporate and follow the and follow the money and all those different things um i just felt really really called there and now that my business is evolving i'm asking myself these questions we're asking this in this call on this on in this conversation it's like how may i serve what feels aligned and right now i'm learning a lot of ancient wisdom and applying that, that ancient wisdom in my own life and in my own business. And I'm just seeing my, my levels of peace, my levels of fulfillment, my levels of joy just skyrocket through the roof. And, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing that in my business now in terms of business results. And now that's what I'm being called towards is, is things like not only helping with the emotional stuff, but helping business owners bring in ancient wisdom that goes completely against some modern wisdom, but then using both in combination in flow to help people not only build successful businesses, but be fulfilled in the way they want to serve. And it seems like that's where you're sort of leading as well in helping people not only profit, but do it in a way that is in their alignment, doing it in a way that's serving, do it in a way that's, uh, that feels good, that they know this is what they're here to do. Is that the way you would mm-hmm. describe it? Yes. Uh, very much so. And you said something really cool that I want to just reinforce too, in that um, you said in your journey, you know, everybody was telling you to go into business and to corporate. And the one thing that I don't do is, yes, I'll reach out to a girlfriend who I know is like-minded um, and is also an entrepreneur, but I don't take advice from people who aren't entrepreneurs mm. as far as what I should be doing with my business and not that some of them don't have fantastic, you know, advice or knowledge or experiences, but unless you're in the game, like you just don't know, you just don't know what the experiences are like. Yeah. And I'm aware too, that we're all living through our perspectives and, and our, you know, kind of our, our filtered lenses too. And, that guidance, while well-meant and well-intentioned, is frequently meant to keep me safe and away from the things that I'm supposed to achieve. Okay, perfect. And one thing that comes up for me is one thing that I've learned by studying all of the, all these areas of psychology and areas of um, you know, shadow work, all these different things, is when someone gives you advice, it's generally the advice for them. They're generally just mm-hmm. speaking, like you said, they're speaking through their lens, but they share with people the advice they should give themselves. And that's why when I talk on this podcast, when I talk in my uh, in the group coaching calls, in the, my content in the community, I'm always saying, I'm like, this is for me. I'm like, this is a reminder for myself. And that's why when I coach people, I don't coach them. I, give, I never give them advice. I always help them lead to their heart so they can work past their patterns of their ego and where they're stuck so they can find their answers because I have no clue what's best for you. You can only feel what's best for you. So when people give you advice, they're generally giving you the advice that they want to give themselves, but they're too scared to, you know, a lot of people Mm -hmm. told me, Oh my God, yeah, go out and build a business. Oh my God, you should serve in this way. Oh my God, you should do this. You should do that. I'm like, that's what you should do. I'm like, if you, if you're, you feel passionate about sharing that idea with me, (laughs) 
you're passionate about that for a reason, right? That might not resonate with me. And if it does, if it resonates something in me, I'll take that on board. I'm open for everything. Um, but it seems like that's some advice for yourself. And, uh, and that's why I love talking about this stuff. And I love riffing on all these topics because I meditate two hours a day in silence and I do it all myself. This is advice for me. And so if you guys benefit as a byproduct from this conversation, that's awesome. But I'm benefiting a lot from this as well because this is me just riffing off the things that I'm passionate about, things that I need to remind myself. And that's really cool in terms of what you're talking about, Emmy, for people who are willing to give you advice. I find it's generally advice for them, but then you mm-hmm. can take what you want and just bring that within, bring that within and, and ask yourself the key question of what feels good. Do, would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and I've gotten really good over the years at discerning, you know, what advice aligns with me from other people and what advice doesn't Mm. particularly if somebody says something and I I experience upset around it I'll look at that and determine where the upset is is it because they're saying something that is really for them or there's something for me to look at that I can grow awesome awesome so yeah in terms of wrapping in terms of wrapping this up what would you say what would you love an entrepreneur to come to you and ask what's something that when you, when someone comes to you and they're like, Oh my God, I need help with my business. I need help on what to do next. I need help with navigating this emotional roller coaster. What's something where that someone asks you, where you're like, Oh my God, you're on track. What's, what, what are those topics? The topics that um, let them know that they're on track or that they need help with. Yeah. The topics that when they ask that, that question, you're like, okay, awesome. This is something that, that this is something that's going to benefit you. The one that I love the most is when people ask me, I feel like I'm doing all this stuff and nothing's happening and I'm starting to lose my joy for the business that I started. Mm. Oftentimes they're either not delegating or they're not generating enough sales effectively. So those are the things that I I love helping them with. Awesome. And no doubt yeah. if you're losing that joy, you can just look inside and find out where, what, what this is leading to. What, what are the deep lessons? What are the opportunities here? Right. Yeah. And so uh, that's a really, really cool. Whenever someone comes to me and they're like, Oh my God, I'm having emotional challenges. Like I just feel so much fear with this. I feel so much uncertainty. I feel so much doubt. I know they're on like the cusp of their, their spiritual awakening, like their huge breakthrough mm-hmm. that's going to lead to this because all those patterns are coming up because they're ready to be released. It's those who right. are, it's those who are going along their lives unconsciously and not facing all these and not feeling all of this that, that I, I know are not ready to receive their insights. They're not ready to receive their different, their, their their opportunities because they're just so unconscious. They're they're not aware of it. So if, if someone's going to, for example, a job that's out of alignment or they're in a relationship that's out of alignment and they just go with the flow because whenever the fear comes up, they feel like, Oh my God, I can't feel this. So they go back to their unconscious patterns. That's somewhere I'm like, man, there's real little we can do here. But when someone's like, Holy shit, I just have so much fear. I have so much uncertainty, so much doubt, no clue what to do next. I know they're ready for a breakthrough. I know this is coming up so it can come out. And what's on the other side is so much wisdom, clarity, insight, you know, passion. That's all coming up so it can come out. It doesn't feel that way consciously because we've been taught that if, it's, if we're fearful and feeling uncomfortable, it's bad. But I know they're mm-hmm. on the edge of that cusp. And that's sort of similar to you. And a business owner comes to you and like, I'm not feeling joy in this anymore. Do you feel like there's a key opportunity there so that they can find what's out of alignment, what's moving out of alignment, find, get back on that past and then they can skyrocket their, their sales. Is that, is that the way you sort of see it? Yes. Like they're coming to me because they're frustrated. They're tired. They're annoyed. They're burned out, you know, whatever they're experiencing and they haven't been able to resolve it themselves and they're aware of that and they're ready for the change. Very cool. 
that's awesome and they're ready for the change that's yeah. what that's what's key is that they're ready yeah. for something new they're ready for something different they're not willing to stay in the frustration right they're not willing to they're not right. ready they're not willing to just stay in that and, and accept what is and 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 just and play the victim of that they're ready to accept it knowing that what's on the other side is the opportunity and what's on the other side is mm-hmm. their spiritual growth and what's next for them is that what you're saying? Right. I mean, you can't, yeah, you can't get to the next level unless you do something differently or you're, or you're being somebody different. Yeah. And, and I don't, I mean, yes, I think we can all evolve, you know, by ourselves, by meditation, affirmations, you know, all sorts of practices, but we still have blind spots. And without having somebody there to guide you through that or show you the blind spot directly, then. Yeah, I, I don't think you can truly evolve. Mm. Yeah, that's why I, I'm relentless with doing my own work, but also getting coached and having someone else observe my mm-hmm. my uh, my patterns is because it's just a huge a huge piece when you're able to have someone else observe your patterns. You can very, very quickly uh, get to what's unconscious within you. And so that's why I've always had business coaches, mindset coaches, people who are going to help me with this sort of journey. And it opens up a different level for myself. It opens up a different level of creativity for myself to be able to observe uh, from that level. So that's awesome. So mm-hmm. Emmy, where can people find out more about you, find your podcast, find out more about your business and how you help coaching? Yeah, absolutely. So the tribe of leaders podcast is on Apple podcasts. And I think pretty much every other channel you could possibly watch or listen to a a podcast on and then I invite everybody to be uh, a member of my Facebook community which is also the tribe of leaders and you can check me out at emmykirshner.com and that's e-m-i-k-i-r-s-c-h-n-e-r.com amazing awesome well Thank this you. has been a very very in-depth and uh and deep conversation is there anything else that you want to add that would that would uh, that would make this complete. That you feel like the the listeners would would get the most out of this. Yeah, I would love to share my favorite quote, uh, and it it ties into everything that we've talked about, of course. Which is, and it's from the Dalai Lama, but it's the point of life is happiness. Mm. How simple, hey? And yeah, and and yet so deep and meaningful, and it really helps guide me in those moments when you know, I'm feeling upset. Yeah. And I think, I think a cool piece of this, what, what I found within something like that in learning, you know, you know, happiness isn't the destination. Happiness is the way is, is learning that you can also be happy and deeply fulfilled while feeling uncertain, while feeling frustration. You can, you can process those emotions and allow yourself a huge space to feel them and feel deep meaning and purpose in, in those emotions as well. What you'll find is that those emotions will transcend and you'll feel more and more, uh, more and more joy, more and more happiness when you're okay with all emotions. And if you can find the, if you can find the happiness and the, and the peace and meaning in the journey, even in your mm-hmm. spiritual and emotional journey, I think that's a key key purpose of your path in finding these answers to the deep questions we've we've asked and answered today so amy thanks so much this is a a really really good conversation i can't wait for people to to listen and can't wait for people to get the most out of this so if people want to join her on our podcast in her group check her out on on facebook i'll put the links in the show notes check out the uh the episode that i did on her podcast is it out yet it comes out um April 3rd, I think, okay, whatever this cool. Friday is. Okay, so, yeah, cool. so it'll be out. Okay, great. Awesome. So people can check that out. If you want to, if you want to listen to, listen to my, my ugly mug some more and, uh, <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> we had a great episode with you. So we did. We everybody did. should listen. We did. I love riffing on these, co- on these topics and love doing this. This is why I started the podcast and why, why I'm doing all this content. But thank you so much, Emmy. I'll see you back in the group and uh, we'll definitely be in touch. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. 
This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to TysonCoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.